Welcome to another Fuel the Conversation, the RPCC podcast for fuel people by fuel people. I'm Freddie Riddler, and I'm joined again with Kyle Sheehan. Kyle, how are you doing today? Wow, it's it's been a crazy uh, few weeks there. This the customer seminar, uh, going and watching my dad being inducted as Lions Club International President, uh, a mogul training mixed into all that. It's been six weeks of just nonstop here at RCC. And it's been nonstop, and that's for sure. So, Kyle, why haven't we released any podcasts? Because I'm guessing everyone's wondering, where is the next podcast? Where's the next Fuel the Conversation RCC podcast? Well, a couple of things. We, we did a, a ton of podcasts down at our customer seminar. Uh, we had about nine different individuals sign up, and I think we did about seven different podcasts. So if you're tuning in to Fuel the Conversation, uh, stay tuned, because we're going to have a series just on customers and their experience at our seminar following this uh this uh episode and you know other than that it's been pure travel and and pandemonium it's life kind of has gotten uh in the way of getting a podcast out and we apologize for that but you know i think we're just one week behind here so we'll get the we'll get this podcast out hopefully here today and to plug a little bit more about that podcast that we're going to be sending out with our customers we have third generation fourth generation and even uh third generation who's 20 years old taking over the business so they they were some awesome awesome series and stories on there just getting to know some of our companies that use rcc uh some of the different ways they use it and what they took away from the seminar and this year we had an extremely successful seminar it was a lot of fun uh freddie got a pie in the face i got a pie in the face uh if you're if you're ever looking at doing a pie in the face for charity please use shaving cream the, yeah, uh, the, the not disgusting dairy. milk up your nose yeah, for the entire the, day. The dairy one kind of gets up in your nose and you get a kind of rotten smell in there after about four hours. It smells really good at first, don't get me wrong. Four hours in, not so much. And if you'd like to see the pie in the face, you can always check out RCC's uh, Facebook page, Real Computer Consultants, Inc. We have it all recorded and live streamed on our Facebook page. Yep. Awesome. Well, today we're going to talk about remote staff week, right? Remote staff workers joining us here at RCC, and and it's an exciting week to be here. Even though I'm only going to be here for a couple of days, I'm kind of bummed out about it. But I'm, I got the pleasure to, to see and, and say hi to a lot of our, our staff that we just hired that this is some some of us the first time we've met. And uh, join with us today, and well, I'll let them introduce themselves. So go for it. Annie, why don't, why don't we start with you and say who you are and what state you're at and uh, a little bit about your job title here at RCC. All right. Well, I my name is Annie Syverson, and I live in Montana. I have been with RCC for just about two months, and I work in software support. Awesome. And join next to her is Cassandra. Yep. Um, my name is Cassandra Bobadilla. I live in Washington State. And I've been here um, in the software support department for about six and a half months. Perfect. And next to her is Thalia. Hello, I am Thalia Gander, and I live in Northeast Missouri. I've been with RCC about five weeks now, and I'm in software support also. So it's crazy. Prior to 2020, Kyle, and I'll let you talk a little bit about this. You, were, you and I were having a little discussion before the podcast started, and, and what, we had like six six or so remote site workers prior to COVID, and, yeah, and tell prior, us about us, uh, what's happening now. Prior to COVID, the north office here in Bird Island, Minnesota, we had one empty office, and we were really trying to struggle and say, well, what do we do? You know, we've gotten to the end of, of how big we can grow in this building. We were starting to entertain ideas of uh, possibly purchasing another building or adding on, and then at that time, we had 
maybe six, seven remote workers or so at that time. And then COVID hit. And COVID forced a mass exodus, as many of us know, from the traditional office space that we've all uh, grown up in and gotten used to, especially me. I've grown up in the office space since I was a little kid. And today, you know, that change, we have plenty more space here in the Bird Island office. So if any three of you want to move to Bird Island, Minnesota, we're here. We're welcoming with open arms. (laughs) I heard heard Jess is trying to get Annie all last week to move up here. Did it work? No. It did? You sure? Yeah, not yet. No, so <laughs> maybe a little more time. <laughs> it's a little flatter around here than it is Montana. Yeah, a little bit. Well, not right now. We have cornfields that kind of give a little elevation. Yeah, knee high by the Fourth of July, yeah, right? Fourth of July. There you go. <laughs> so that's crazy. And, and and of course, you know, COVID hits. So we all go home. So now we're all remote site workers. Yeah. Now we have about thirty plus employees all working remotely, and as you just heard from all over the United States. Yeah. So we'll start with you, Annie. Um, some questions that I, I was looking online just to kind of see what what remote uh, staff is like when you work from home. How do you balance your work and your uh, work life and, and home life? Yeah, so I um, am married and I have a four-year-old son and uh, together teamwork makes the dream work. Um, my, hun- my husband and I are on the same page as far as tasks in the morning time. Um, I actually start at 7 a.m. and work until 4 p.m. So I sneak away to my desk. Um, In my office space, I have a stand-sit desk, which I utilize throughout the day, which has helped me really get by. And then um, I shut my door, and I generally don't open it until I go to lunch or use the restroom. And then I go back in my office until 4 p.m. comes. I make sure that I stay as active as possible during the day. And just really try and create my work life at home to um, mimic the work life that I've had um, for the past several years at, at a regular office. And that works really well when you kind of just shut your life off and say, you know what, I'm here to work, I'm here to get things done. I think that's what works best for me. Yeah. yeah. And I know as you call him your hun, that's okay. I know you change from hun to husband, but... Hun. Yeah. Honey bunny. Yeah, whichever. <laughs> We'll be sure to it's my anniversary <laughs> today, and I'm in a different state. So oh, well, happy yeah. anniversary. Yeah, 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 thanks. Wow. Can <laughs> yeah. I ask how many years? Um, we've been married seven years. Seven years. Yep. Well, congr- oh, yeah. congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Awesome. How about you, Cassandra? Talk to us a little about the difference between work life and uh, home life. Work life and home life. So I my hours now um, are 6 a.m. to 3 p.m., so... My daughter um, is 14, so she is very capable of getting up, getting herself dressed for school, and walking there. So she knows that when I'm downstairs, I'm at my desk. Um, She can come down, but if I'm on the phone um, to be silent or go right away. Um, And my husband works nights, so he comes home right after I start work, but he just goes straight to bed. And so I've got the house to myself. Um, It's nice and quiet for the day, and then... As soon as I'm done, I turn everything off, and then the actual home life work part of it starts with dinner and soccer practices and all that. So how was the transition from working in an office for how many years? Because, you know, you worked with a propane company mm-hmm. to all of a sudden working for a software company from your house. So was it was it difficult at first, or did you kind of just jump right in the groove and just kind of take over? You know, I had wanted to work from home for many years. Um really tried to it just couldn't happen for me so um, when this opportunity came I just happily jumped um, into the working from home life and I I don't think I'd want to go back 
Really? We happily welcomed you here. Mm -hmm. well, thank <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> awesome. And, and Thalia, same type of question. You know, what's it? You know, how do you balance your work life and, and home life? And how how was the transition going from an office to a uh, to the home? So first of all, I'm an empty nester. I have no children at home. I'm widowed, so I don't have the interruptions of children or anything else going on like that. So that's kind of nice. Um, transitioning. So I worked in an office setting for almost 40 years. Uh, this opportunity came along and I thought, oh, I don't know. I had people say, oh, you're a people person. I don't think you're going to be cut out for this. But I'm talking to people all day on the phone. So that is awesome. And besides, who doesn't want to save on 450 gas. Yeah. So working from home is an awesome thing right now. Yeah, the commute must be saving you tons oh, of money. Tons of money. Yeah. So I'm sure I have had to work from home and I have a three-year-old redhead and a nine-year-old that probably are a little bit more well-behaved from the stories I'm hearing now. But I'm sure on some note you guys have a story about a time that working from home just didn't work. And it's okay. You can you can tell me because those are the stories I like to you hear. You can tell us. Don't worry. Yeah, just don't worry. It's right all here. good. It's, no one it's else will hear it. It's, it's not going on on a podcast or anything like that. But for me, it's I always tell drivers. I say, you know, if you call before eight o'clock in the morning, I'm happy to call you back. You might just have to deal with a screaming redhead because that's what she is. She wants daddy's <laughs> attention. She's in climb up my shoulder. Doesn't matter if I'm in my office and the door is closed. She knows I open doors now. She's in there. She's on me and she wants the attention. So I. I, I think that's kind of what comes along with working from home now is people are under this no yeah it happens we all have families with all things going on so any pet stories any kids stories that have interrupted your work in a funny way anyone try to break in your house while you're working from home <laughs> propane man came to my house friday <laughs> and he gives me my summer fill and my contract and he handed me this amount and i'm like going $2,100? Really? So, yeah, I definitely need this job to pay for that $2,500 of propane. That turned into an interview. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, my um, situation has been a little unique because I have managed a dental office for the last decade, and I was out of the house before my son ever woke up, um, and then I'd pick him up from daycare, so I never had much exposure to him in the morning time. And it's been probably the hardest for him just having me home in a different room, not easy to access. Um, I think the weirdest thing that's happened this far is that uh, my husband left early for work and my son was in the restroom. And all of a sudden I was talking, I think maybe to Jamie here, and he said, Mom, I need you to come wipe my butt. <laughs> and I just had to laugh out loud and say, this is my life and roll with it. Um, other than that, I've had a lot of construction near my home. So that's been a pretty big challenge um, just with being on the phone with everybody. But I, I just moved away from that home. So hopefully that goes a little bit smoother. Um, other than that, things pretty easy as far as my four-year-old goes. Good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, things have been pretty easy for me too, but just this last week, um, so my husband and I decided that we were going to redo our sidewalk and our front porch. 
Um, and the gentleman who came to demolish that decided to come at one something in the afternoon. I had no idea. I'm on the phone with a customer and all of a sudden there's this loud jackhammering noise that I'm praying they can't hear, but I know that they can. And I'm like, what is that? So anyway, that was the only thing for me so far, really. I think the best story is when I was on with the driver early, early in the morning and this driver all of a sudden made a comment of, oh, you must be with your kids. And I look up and I have my headphones on so I can't hear the things that are going on around me. And my three-year-old had turned the volume up to 60 on the TV and was listening to Cocomelon. <laughs> so I didn't under, didn't realize it and took my headphones off. And, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Blasting in whatever it was, wheels on the bus through or the something. Microphone. Yeah, through yep. the microphone. <laughs> you know, I don't have any crazy stories because, you know, when, when I had to work from home, when COVID for, forced us to work from home, my mom had a house in Olivia that was empty because she was still in Arizona. So I actually used that. So I went from here to like my own house. But what drove me crazy was I'm a, I'm a big people person, as you can tell. I love to talk to people. And it drove me crazy to sit in a house by yourself. So every day I picked up my desk and all my office equipment and moved to a different room just so I had a different window to look through. And I did that five days a week. So Monday I'd be in one room, then I'd go to the next bedroom, then I'd be in the kitchen, and I'd go to the living room, and I'd go to the bedroom downstairs, and I'd carry all my stuff up again, and I just kept bouncing around. So when I had my camera on and I did demos or talked to people, they'd ever say, are you like moving constantly? Like the background is just changing. I'm like, yeah. And I did that just to look forward to it because working from home got really depressing for me because I just need the life around me. Um, so when we got to come back to work, I was thrilled. I was excited. Um, and, and, and this is coming from a germaphobe. Like when COVID first introduced itself to the U.S., I was the first person all this office. I was out. Like I emailed management said that weekend, I'm coming to get my stuff. The world's going to go to hell and I'm going to get out of here. And I did. That, that Monday they came in, like Freddie was gone. He was working from another another house. and that, But I was one of the first per, uh, people to come back, though, because I just I needed that. But that's yeah. the craziest thing I've ever heard of an individual do switching rooms every day. Yep, every day. So you spent like an hour. No, it was just a desk with it was just two monitors. Yeah. Well, so yeah. an hour. <laughs> yeah. You took out all your cables, you yep. moved them to another I room. got to my mom's place at seven o'clock in the together. morning and I moved it by eight o'clock. I worked and then the next day I'd come back at seven again, do the same thing. You should talk to somebody, they might have a <laughs> for you. Some medication. <laughs> Well, that's fun. I'm excited you guys are here. I'm excited. You guys excited to be here in Minnesota? I mean, is this the... Is it, you've, you used to live in Minnesota, Annie, right? I live in Montana. I used but to But you live used to live in, in Minnesota. Yep, 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 yep. And how about you? Either of you been to Minnesota before? No. no, I never have. Well, Mall of America with a girlfriend trip. Okay. Yep. What'd you think of that? That was fun back then. I don't know. Is it still up and going? I haven't yeah. been there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mall of America is still a thing. Um... The COVID really didn't put too much of a damper on no. it. Good. There's still Nickelodeon Universe in the in the center, which will always be Snoopy land Camp for me. Snoopy. Yep. Yes. Yep. Camp Snoopy, that's that's what it is, and yep. that's what it's going to be in my head, yeah. no matter what branding you put on it. So that's still up there. You know, you, you ventured off to the perfect place in Minnesota. We uh, don't have a lake in our county, so we got that going for us. You got to travel 45 minutes to get to the closest lake. But, you know, we, we I love the area. I grew up here. This is where I was born here. Um, I left for the the five years of, for the four year degree up in Duluth, and I returned right back here. I absolutely love it down that's down in this area. Beautiful place. It is. Yeah, it's home. 
Well, awesome. Um, so you guys are here for this week, right? Yes. And when are you flying out? I will fly out um, Friday evening. Awesome. I'm driving home Friday evening, an eight-hour drive. <laughs> and you're off tomorrow? I'm off tomorrow, but I've been here the last uh, six days. Yeah. Yeah. So you have all sorts of stories to tell these two before mm -hmm. they leave? Yeah, I do. <laughs> awesome. Mostly Is about there... you, Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you two are specifically looking to do before you go? Or, Annie, anything that you might have missed out on that you really hope you would have done? Did you guys go see the big, giant corn cob in Olivia? Take a picture by it? We haven't. Yeah, no. Ooh, that's a, that's didn't that know anything about that. Yep. Yeah, I think I'm just really excited, not necessarily per se in Minnesota, but just to be excited um, about being here with everybody and actually having the personal interactions and learning people's body language and be able to work better as a team remotely, um, I think will be really helpful. And just having that one-on-one -on -one time with different other support staff teaching you and training you the ways. Yeah, mm -hmm. awesome. And I love it because that that's one thing that RCC wanted you to come up here for, not just to see the place and, and, and you know, familiarize what, with what we're doing, but it's to meet people. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why we're bringing in Sindra Camp off tomorrow. And uh, just to talk about leadership and, and finding grit and, and finding your true strength inside of what you can do and can't do. And, and it's a perfect time for this, this speaker to come is when all of our, well, most of our remote staff is here on site. And we welcome you. We hope that you guys have a nice trip up here. Yeah, you get energized, like like Ann said, and that's really what we what we want here is to energize our staff to make sure everybody's on the same page. And let's continue doing great work. Awesome. Great. Yeah, thank well, thank you. you for joining our show. Thank, thank you for you. having us. <laughs> thank you for joining Kyle and Freddie's podcast, Fuel the Conversation, a podcast for fuel people by fuel people. We really hope you enjoyed today's topics and you found them interesting, and we hope that you pulled some value out of our conversation today. To hear more podcasts from Kyle, myself, and special guests, you can catch us on Spotify, Amazon Music, or the iTunes Store. To find out more information on RCC, you can visit our website, www.rccbi.com. You can also find us on Facebook under Rural Computer Consultants, also under LinkedIn under Rural Computer Consultants, or go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter at rccinc79. If you'd like to contact us directly, email us at sales at rccbi.com. This is Kyle signing off. And this is Freddie. Until next time. <laughs>